Alright, what's up guys? We're the Bearded Dragons. I'm Zach. Trent. And Jordan. Yeah, so we're happy to have Jordan Long on the team. Hey guys, it's good to be here. Uh, glad I got the invite to the Bearded Dragons. I didn't have a beard previously, so I didn't know if I was going to get the invite, but here I am, and I'm glad to be here. I had a, sadly, uh, rest in peace to mine. I had to, I, I trimmed about five months off of it yesterday. So, sad day. So, yeah, Blake's not going to be with us tonight. Uh, he's catching up on the show tomorrow, but uh, he'll be, he's still with us. So, uh, he'll be back next episode. Has been a while. Yeah, it has been way too long. Entirely yeah. too long. Way too long for me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, I think this is the shortest our beards have ever been. Yeah, because I trimmed up for my interview. Yeah. So we're Rip. starting we're, fresh here. We're not um, worthy. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, y'all want to start us off here? Yeah, episode uh, one. Episode yeah. one. This is a good episode one. Fucking Arya, man. Started off with Arya. Dude, it come up. It's nuts. <laughs> I was like, first thing I said, I was actually at Zach's house and uh. I just looked over and I was like, why the fuck is he still alive? And so um, about halfway through that scene, Zach looked over and he said, Aria. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. I, I didn't think about it. it. I was like, I, yeah, yeah. I was just I, for some reason, I was thinking we were going to get some insight or something before the Red Wedding for, about something until I until he said Aria. And I was like, oh, shit. And then. Yeah, when they started pouring you the wine, you were like, yeah, happen. but. Yeah, they're done. So, yeah. so my only my only thought about that is that she has made this transition to being a hardcore badass assassin, been trained by the faceless man, all this other stuff. But I don't know how she pulled off poisoning the entirety of the frame. Like that's a lot to coordinate for. It is. It's it is a bit tall for me, but I get it because you have to. You yeah, for the show, like, they have to condense it and they have to get it pushed through. So, I get that. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's that is. I do agree. That's a lot to pull off, especially. I mean, she just murdered Walder Frey. Yeah. That's that's not something that's going to go unnoticed. You know, that's that's pretty huge. So it had to be really quick. You know, she she had to have this done like really quickly, and yeah, that is something huge. But badass nonetheless. I mean, we have the the Night King that. and. Euron and Cersei coming in, they, they don't have fucking time for the phrase to do anything else, so you just kind of got to get rid of them. That was probably the easiest way. Fucking get rid of them all in the, one minute. I'm going to mute my mic for just a minute. Y'all take it away. This train train's coming. coming. Best. <laughs> so, solid. The Northern members. Same one was good. Um, <laughs> the, the next scene was just the... Um, it showed the Night King and his undead army of 20 million people, and... It showed the the white zombies or the the white giants, which was cool. Do you think that's yeah. like for the book reader? That's kind of a nod to the Horn of Jorman. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I agree with that. And it it definitely, you know, if it didn't already feel hopeless enough, it definitely hammers home the hopelessness that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll I'll agree on that. And then transitioning into that, did did Bran, fuck the wall when he went through yeah is that like key for because, the night king you know he has the mark to get yeah so you know we were thinking he's not going to be able to get through the wall but now that he's gone through is that like 
now the Night King can pass? Uh, I think so, yeah. I think so, Do for I? sure. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting, though. Um, I was I was just hoping. I was like, almost wish he had been, like, stopped, not able to come through. But then again, everybody's going to end up back in Winterfell, the whole yeah. family. It's, it's got to happen. Everybody, you know. Yeah, you can't get the anyways. So. When I think when they kind of just cut Blood Raven out and he was just some random guy, you know, like that. I feel like that tree didn't mean as much, like as a place. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so I think they definitely all go back to Winterfell. I think we're gonna have a family reunion by the end of the season. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, um, like, what the long-term goals for Brandon. Again, at the end of season six, I, you know, thought it was going to be a huge hassle for him. Uh, I was just, you know, I was marathoning earlier in preparation, and I said to, uh, uh, I even said to uh, my friend that I was watching with that, you know, he's crippled over the wall, but they just, they just let him on through, which. Yeah, he's whatever. The, uh, he used the boy. little finger teleporter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but little finger tossed it over the wall for him. Benjen brought him like just like dumped him right off at the because it took all of you know it it seems like maybe thirty minutes where they were to get to the wall. Yeah, yeah. But Brand's there now, and Brand's through, so Brand is gonna mess other things up. I'm sure. I'm not a huge yeah. fan. Yeah. But yeah. then again, that's a lot going to get to... into. We could talk about yeah. that for fucking five hours, probably. Yeah, we could. That's a lot. lot. Yeah, that's a big topic is the brand and time travel thing. Yeah. But what else do you have after brand? Uh, after brand, it goes to the, the scene with Sansa and John in the throne room. And then when, where he gives um, the car Stark and Umber children the yeah, seat, which I think is a, a really good move. I really like that. Yes, yes, I agree. I, I, I think it was a good move on his part. Yeah, I was going to ask, what did you think he done the right thing? I, I'll, I'll agree with that. I agree because Sansa, do you think? Go ahead. Do you think that's going to anything's going to build up for Sansa though? Sansa did seem very salty, but then when they walked off. I think it was just more of a pride thing for John. Like, I think that was just like Sansa was speaking up because she feels like she has the place to, and John just yeah. kind of was a little prideful. Like, I'm the king now. Don't talk to me like that in front of my people. Exactly. Yeah. So, so Sansa, and th- this is one point that I even have <clears throat> John here, is that Sansa has been, you know, so oppressed throughout the show, and she finally found her independence yeah. and her one glorious moment of usefulness uh, last Whenever she brought, you know, the Knights of the Vale to rescue John, absolutely, from the Bolton forces. However, I think I think her want of importance and empowerment is kind of, you know, stepping over good judgment because she had her good moment. It's kind of like she she doesn't want to be, you know, pushed aside anymore. She wants to have 
meaningfulness and like be of import and not be overshadowed by the new king in the north. John. Kind of like yeah. Cersei. <laughs> well, yeah, kind of like Cersei. You know, they were talking about how she admired. It's almost like you admire her. You know, when they were talking about Cersei. And yes. then, but if we if we go back to like early Sansa, what's the one thing she always wanted in the world is to be the queen. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like her. You know, former I guess dreams. You know, she knows how the world works now and, and everything. But it's not like everything that she once felt is just gone. Exactly. This is hearkening back because I mean, it's it's easy for us to lose perspective, but she's still extremely young. So that like hearkens, yeah. you know, the childlike innocence that she met, like the shred of it she may still have. Got everything she's gone through, but I mean, it doesn't. Like you said, it doesn't just go away. Yeah, she's a lot more. I, I don't know <laughs> what to say. Um, I was really pleased with that scene, though, and how uh, y'all yeah. handled. I really liked when she said, "You know, Ned and Rob made stupid mistakes, and they—that's why yes. I died, and that's true." And I think that's like harkens back to John letting them in. You know, was it was it great, John Umber, or was it? Lord Karstark that killed the Lannister cousins and then Rob beheaded him for it. Car or, goes Karstark. And I think stripping them of that would have kind of been the same mistake Rob would have done, like kind of Rob did there when he beheaded Lord Karstark. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was a good move. The Northerners well, may not like it right then, but I think looking back, they're going to feel safe like if they know if they make a mistake it's not like unless they just fucking turn on him they can trust him yeah yeah i mean that's two pretty ancient families too yeah it, it you know knowing the numbers that they're about to be needing it would be kind of dumb to throw them to the wolves <laughs> no pun intended yeah. <laughs> but um yeah no that was pretty solid and uh Everybody, you know, is on the John and Danny fest. I'm I'm not one of those people, but no. um, let's say it does happen. Sansa, you know, she said something about you're a good ruler or a good leader. Ruler, is that what she said? Yes. And we know Danny is not, so let's say it does happen. Uh, Danny conquers and John rules. Which, to be fair, I, don't, I think John wasn't the greatest leader at some point either, and I think his time with yeah. the Knights Watch and her time in Marine is going to help both of them a lot. Yeah. But it's growing as in individuals and as people in power. And she, I don't know. She was changing like ancient customs though in Marine. So that kind of, she was facing a lot. Yeah, it's kind of like letting the wildlings than, south of the wall, like taking yeah. the slaves away and letting the wildlings south of the wall. They did both did something really drastic. They, I don't know, looking back, they may not should have. Like it, it was yeah. a good decision at the time. Like in the heat of the moment. Yeah. They they do have a lot of parallels as their leadership styles. Yeah. A lot of the same tribulations that they both faced, and you know. So do you uh, think even how they came to succession of power? While we're on the John Danny topic, do you think that Azor High is the prophecy? Do you think it's um <laughs> what? Sorry. Uh, it, that's such a big question. I know what's coming. No, no, no. no. Do you think is the Azorha prophecy of Azorha coming back? Do you think it has to be one person, or do you think John and Danny could both be Azorha coming back? I think it's one person. I don't know. Or you just think the prophecy could be generalized into maybe they're both Azorha? I don't know. Well, another so another um, 
another thing on my notes that I want to talk about later, which kind of feed this is mm-hmm. uh, whenever Sam was at the Citadel, and I know I'm skipping ahead a little. Whenever Sam was at the Citadel and he was talking to the Archmaester, and the Archmaester, you know, he understood Sam's concerns, but he said that over time, you know, this. Citadel has recorded all of these things, and mankind has at multiple times thought it was at its end, right? And a lot of these stories, legends, come from a bit of truth, because that's what happened. So I don't think prophecy is going to repeat itself exactly with Azora High. I don't either. Um, I don't know if that means, like you said, there might be more than one Azora High, uh, or there might be, you know... Um, a difference of gender, even which that could point yeah. to Danny's face, but uh, I don't think, especially with George R. R. Martin, his writing trends, that it it doesn't it's not going to follow a typical fantasy trope. No. Yeah, it's going to be different from you know the one prophesized son, but I don't know how. I don't think it'll be more than one person, but I don't think it's going to follow what the prophecy has said. That's fair. Just, just, I'll agree with that. I don't want to get any more into it. I just yeah. thought that was a good question. Yeah, also, also, if anybody's watching and this is just strictly show watchers and not book readers, they're not going to be following. So, yeah, yeah. What do we have? Uh, I didn't like the next scene. It was the it was um, Cersei, Jamie, and then going into Euron. I just really don't like Euron. Uh, like I like Euron, yeah. like Euron's character, but I don't like this one. I love Euron in the book. Yeah, in the in the book, in the book, he's he's a lot different. You know, he has that flavor of you know having been yeah. all around the world. But it, it, in the show, he's kind of just like a thug. That's really all he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had, took a couple of jabs at Jamie, and I chuckled, and that was about it. Yeah, that's about the extent of. Well, he's like a cliche uh, evil man. Like I'm gonna cliche. murder my family. Yeah. I don't know. Really was, yeah. Like a Marvel, he's like he's like a Marvel. But character. Appar- apparently, apparently he's supposed to be the greatest evil we've seen on the show thus far. Uh, Which I do think now he said he's he's going to go give her a gift, and what is that going to be? I think that is. But okay, we 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 uh, you brought this up when we were watching though. Is he going to Old Town or is he going? Um, let's see, what was it? So Old he's Town either going. Or, um, sorry. Go ahead. I just. I think he either goes they're so close to dragonstone i think he either goes to dragonstone and crushes the fleet which would be a because like right now it looks like danny is just gonna fucking walk right in right like she's just gonna fly she's gonna take the fucking boats 100 yards over to westeros mainland and just annihilate everything in her path like something that has to happen bad and i think you're on taking her ships could be that or when he says like something priceless does he go to does he go to old town and sack old town and get something from the Citadel that's worth, like, it's not worth money, you know? That's priceless. I don't know. Yeah. Well, if they go by the books, Old Town, I say, but the show's not always followed the books strictly, so is it going to be what makes for better TV? Because or even Crushing Warren? Danny's Fleet, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't Crushing see... Danny's Fleet would be something that would be. I don't see the, the Iron Fleet taking Dorn or High Garden. Like that just makes no yeah. sense. I think he's going to go after Tyrion. And here's why. So he said he's going to bring something. Pro- and uh, 
throughout the uh, throughout the previews, seven it mentioned uh, you know there's one line that was said from Cersei that like made me start thinking this you know we're the only Lannisters left that matter so and throughout the book and I know like like Trent said you know it hasn't always followed books too well um, but like the the thought of Tyrion and uh, like has has haunted her throughout and now she's lost all of her children so there's not much left she she's like put all that put all that aside however uh, they had the conversation about you know the their family and what went on and you're on you know your your situation's a lot worse uh, with your brother uh, talking about what you know what she thinks Tyrion did as far as like killing her father uh, killing her mother during birth and then killing Joffrey, which didn't happen, but that was just something I thought during the show. I don't know how he would do it, uh, but thematically, the Iron Fleet, you know, is capable of yes. destroying Danny's fleet. I think because if you look at what Danny, she doesn't have a lot of like experienced sailors to go with her. You know, she has the Unsullied; they're not sailors. She has the Dothraki; they have never been on the water. Um. And aside from that, like who else is comprising her fleet? Aside? Yeah, she has the number, but then, but she they they're not battle at sea. They're they're done. My yeah. only thing about that is I really want to say that he goes to Dragonstone because we know he's chaotic and he's going to cause chaos. He would just ruin it, like come in, destroy the fleet, and leave. But if the dragons are there, how does he do that? You know, that's tough. That's, that's tough. True. Yeah. When we see what Dragonfire does to boats. Well, it's not yeah. good. That and also, but in the book, unless he has something uh, with the sleeves, and he, he kills has one. he has he has some uh, items of questionable nature, and the, they can really throw people watching the show for a loop. Yeah, if uh, I hope they, this, I hope this they don't. goes that way. Or, I hope they don't for the sake or of he my heart. a fucking kraken, <laughs> and the kraken takes the fleet. <laughs> yeah, if the Greyjoys had that power, I don't. I don't think they would be in the position. He summons a Kraken. <laughs> yeah, how cool that be? I don't see it happening either, but it would be fucking awesome. <laughs> All right, after listening to Aziz talk about it for a bit, sounds yeah, yeah. Sounds, sounds really cool. <laughs> yeah. So uh, next, well. Yeah, no, no, I really like that though. I've never thought about that. You know, him getting Tyrion for that—that that would be literally the absolute perfect thing. We know in the book uh, his ship's name Silence, and you know, like all the people, all his crew are mutes. They've—he's cut their tongue out, and so a theory that he was going that he would cut Tyrion's tongue out. How tragic would that be? That—that's that worse than death. Yeah, that would cripple Tyrion's character. That's worse than cutting so much. Cage. Yeah. But then again, that would be kind of. Well, it's huge. The bro- the brother the brothers lose like. The most the important best things thing about them. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awful. I don't know. Dion lost his uh, favorite toy. Jamie lost his. Yeah. Uh, oh, let's not follow suit. I hope. Fucking Ramsey sausage. <laughs> it's the best. All right, the next topic. I, the next scene was Sam's first scene. 
where he's cleaning the shit up, literally. Yeah. Uh, so I get, I understand why they did the mom. Him cleaning, uh, cleaning the shit up, putting the books back, scrubbing stuff. Like I understand that montage because like the time he spent at the Citadel doing nothing and not having access to the restricted area. Um, but I think it's just kind of like, it's getting away from, um, I don't know. And, you know, I could go in depth on this other sessions, but I, I feel like it started in season five. It really amped up in season six and now it's starting to carry over into season seven. And I'll talk another scene about this, but I, I think, it, the the writing is getting sloppier on the show. It's getting like more childish, and I don't mean that in a complete derogatory. But it's getting it's it's becoming more like audience friendly. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like mainstream, like yeah, you know, they have to wrap it know, up. So I think good, instead of like having good this, for the masses, yes. this cool experience with Sam. At, well, that's not maybe not cool, but this um, this really long experience with Sam at Old Town, we're just getting it like that was their way of just like pushing it through. You know, we only have seven episodes this season. He was there yes. for a long time doing nothing but shoveling shit. And I think that was just Plus the easiest way to get it across. Like like throw, throwing throwing how well you know Sam goes as far as like people liking him. You know, you can't give him a ton of screen. You just can't you dedicate. Can't, yeah, you can. I agree. I think logistically that was. I, I did. I mean, I don't love it, but I think logistically that was a good way to to get the point across. So. Yes, I think it was a good call. Yeah. It's like the little finger teleporter. It's a good call. It doesn't work. <laughs> that great. Is that is that all that happened in that scene? Just that <sighs> montage, and then it. it... He didn't talk to the archmaster. He gets it. he gets into the book. Yeah, I think he does actually. I think he gets into. He talks to the Archmaster, and then he steals the key, and he gets his books. And then we see him reading the book the next scene. Because I wrote down, and this one I put Samuel, um, Samuel gag scene. Uh, what will happen <laughs> if, when he gets caught? Um, what? And then, like, I don't know, with the Archmaster, do you think the Archmaster actually believes in it? Like, do they know more than they lead on? I, I think I think the, the Archmaster, I think he approached it very he admitted that throughout time, you know, a lot of these people have believed that their their tragedies and you know great strife that they faced was the end of man, was the end of days. So, through his wisdom and time at the Citadel, that what may be the end of the world is not is has not been the end of the world yet. Like every time they've said it, every time it's you know turned into a great panic, it hasn't been the end of the world yet. So I'm sure. He doesn't believe the um, the direness of the situation, but I I think he knows that there's some truth. He said you know there's in what everybody says because there's you know confirmation from a bunch of unknown sources. Yeah, so I think he believes it to a degree, but I don't think he sees the direness of the situation. Um, I I don't know how I'm gonna word this, but we Zach we went to a panel at uh, Con of Thrones, and they were talking about you know, the maesters and magic and how, you know, they record everything and they, you know, they're supposed to know all, you know, they have all this information yeah. and, 
but they never could explain magic. They didn't understand it. So if they they'd like, yeah, yeah. So this is also, you know, it obviously has to do with magic and, and I don't know. I, I don't think they know because, you know, they, they got rid of like a lot of records of like magical, you know, and then there's the theory about them, you know, uh, the maesters and the dragons and, uh, yeah, them sabotaging you know, the dragons. Yeah. So, and then they kind of struck a lot of records of magic, you know, just, you know, like, oh, it's, uh, you know, Grumpkins and Snarks and it's just, you know, it never was, or, you know, that was just a thousand years ago. It, it no longer exists. So I don't know. I, I'm going to say, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think a lot of them, maybe, maybe not the Archmaster or the, you know, like the ones that have been there for. There's got to be scripts there period, somewhere, but, though, you know, like yeah, yeah, in the restricted area that have something because we know they study magic. Yeah. All right. Um, the next one was, I think it was little fin. It was Littlefinger and um, Sansa. Sorry, I looked at it wrong. It was Littlefinger and Sansa, and then um, the little, the cool ass little scene with Tormund and Brienne. In the background, it was funny. I was what I seen Tormund walking up in the back, like in the very really... far background. I was like, here, I was like, here he yeah. comes. A little smirk like, on yes, his face. Go get that, go get that lady. <laughs> but um, just... I'm glad Sansa. I'm hoping, I'm hoping so bad that Sansa doesn't like. I mean, but I don't think she will because Brie. You know, he kind of, she kind of sends him away, and it's like, you know, you, there's no need to get the last word. I'm, I'm gonna just assume it was something witty. Uh, you can run along now, pretty much. And Brienne comes, and then Sansa's like, "Oh, I know exactly what he wants." So I'm thinking she's got him figured out. She's not gonna be, you know, get bullshitted by Littlefinger. But what what is he gonna pull when he realizes that, you know, she's not under his thumb? True. So I, I think it's a pretty cut and dry scene. You know, there's the there's the lo- the future love connection of Torment that we all know and want, but uh. As far as like Littlefinger and Sansa's interaction, I think, like you said, I think she's got him, you know, pretty well figured out, or at least she thinks that she does. And um, my only my only question is: Is it going to be when Littlefinger realizes he doesn't have Sansa under the thumb, or is it going to be that whenever John dismisses Sansa one too many times, is she going to be like, "Well, Littlefinger's yeah. making a little bit of sense now." I'm, I'm just hoping I'm just hoping he dies before it before any of that. <laughs> that's not gonna happen. I know it's because it's um, what I want, but <laughs> I didn't love the scene. I think this one and the one with your on it was the ones I was just like, eh, about like I didn't love it. But I know like I think at the end like we kind of we get those questions in the back of our mind. That was the only, that was what the scene the purpose of the purpose of the scene was. Like well, you're on. We're like well, okay. Well, what is your on doing now? And and this one, I think it just. Do you, uh, will Sansa go to Littlefinger? Will she side with him? I don't think so. Like, I don't think it's as as questionable as the Euron scene. I think. I think Sansa's happy in the North. I don't think she's gonna leave again. Yeah, it's fairly cut and dry. It, it wasn't like too in depth of a scene. She just knows. She know, and she stated it. She, they need his men. Yeah. And she knows that. So. Yeah. And he wants her. Uh, and she knows that. Yeah. So, we'll see. Apologies the next scene was 
Go ahead, sorry. Oh, you're good. Go uh, on. The next thing was probably my favorite one. I really liked it. Besides the the first one was the Arya and the Lannister soldiers. I liked it a lot. Oh, I, yeah. I thought it was going to be bullshit when I hell? saw Ed Sheeran on there. I was like, what are you doing in the Riverlands? But, like, it actually I ended just, up being a really good scene. Like, because like, yeah. we've seen Arya, in my opinion, we've seen her become this fucking badass. And she just did this, this episode. And like we like in the background, you saw it was Lannister soldiers. Like a Arya's gonna fucking kill them. It like this camera goes to their sword was laying on the ground. I don't. Do you think she kills them? I don't. I think it humanized her a little bit and kind of humanized the Lannister yeah. soldiers and kind of showed like you know when Jorah told Daenerys you know there's good and evil on both sides of every war ever fought. And I think this was kind of Arya's lesson of that. Like these guys yeah. aren't assholes. And like they probably there's don't deserve that, it. And then... You know? Yeah, that and then also like John had stated, you know, like earlier, I know it's kind of different, but he's not going to punish, you know, uh, these families for the deeds of like, you know, one or two men that, you know, so yeah, yeah, like you said, good and evil on both sides. And I don't know, these guys were, you know, the guy had, you know, new, a new baby. Uh, the one guy was just, you know, wishing to be back home with his father, and you know and he was he, super he gave, nice to her. And I really, yeah, I, that was yeah. like kind of a throwback to hot pot too. Like he gave her like cooked food and like drink. Like, I think, I don't know. I, Made that uh, blackberry. Was it blackberry wine or yeah, whatever? Yeah. Well, those guys were super nice to her, which yeah. she's never seen from a Lannister, like from any Lannisters ever. True, I agree with y'all's analysis of the scene. Uh, I knew Ed Sheeran was going to make a cameo appearance. And it was way less memeier than I thought it was going to be. Like, it was actually my favorite scene, I think. Like, it was a good scene. It was a, yeah, it was a good scene. I, yeah. so much. I liked it. <laughs> I liked it. I, think I, don't, know, yeah, like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think because Arya's just out, you know. I feel like she's got blood in her eyes. I mean, she's learned so much, though, but. She she's just got a taste of vengeance, uh, and she knows she can kill Cersei, like probably a lot easier than we want to think. Yeah, and and she even told him um, she was going to kill the queen. Though they were just laughing, like these aren't like, like the, she did the not stereotypical yeah. Lannister soldiers. She was ready. Like, I'm wondering, you know, yeah. she said that one like she didn't know their how their reaction was going to be. Like was she like thinking, okay, this is it. I'm about to kill every one of these guys. I'm just gonna. Like, it doesn't matter. And then they laughed, and she's like, oh. <laughs> she's become this okay. crazy killing machine, and I think this humanized her a little bit, like, kind of brought her back down. Like, you know, she's still a human. Two questions real quick. All right, so uh, I was reading up on that after the scene actually took place. And again, this is on my Ed Sheeran cake. So uh, <laughs> do you guys remember the uh, drummer from play being in Game of Thrones and when that was? Who'd you say you cut out for me? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, drummer from Coldplay. He was in an episode of Game of Thrones. I don't remember. Uh, I don't remember, now. And they're also going to have Bastille that sang Pompeii, I think. And he's going to be in the last episode of this. Cool. Why? Uh, I, I don't. They have I... a lot of these. They have a lot of these, like, okay, uh, what was it? Instead of YOLO. They're trying to get funding. Like, for... YOLO. You only live one episode, yeah. so yeah. Um, maybe they, they get a lot the of show characters. a lot of money for the CGI that they're about to have to fucking spend uh, a lot on. <laughs> yeah. Also, though, there's you remember like they have a lot of these big actors that come in and they're not there for long. Or like for me, like there's a larger actor. I can't. Um, he's in John Wick. Uh, the guy. Okay, when the Hound uh, 
I guess they saved him, and there was that little village, and he was like the guy ahead. Remember? And then the he just died that episode. Like, yeah. Well, was that what he was? Yeah, he was the septon of that little. Uh, yeah. 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 Like, there's those. Like, he's a fairly large actor, you know. And they bring yeah. these guys in, and you're thinking, oh, like this is gonna be cool. And then they die that episode, or they're gone yeah. that episode. Yeah. So yeah. That's. I think it's cool they bring in all these like tons and tons yeah, of like. I, I saw names. Asher, and I was like, oh no, face palm, and be like, it was. That. I like the scene a lot. It wasn't bad. I mean, he was doing his job literally. He yeah. was sitting there being a, yeah, I mean, bard or whatever, what have you, <laughs> singing a song, you know. Yeah. So. And it humanized the people that we've learned to hate over the last six seasons. Yeah. Also, uh, like everyone kind of was going good back shits. a little bit. First, yeah. For some reason, I'm I'm thinking I I didn't think, you know. It's not anything big though, but I was, uh, as soon as we found out, you know, we saw the, um, the iron fleet coming in and Cersei or Jamie asked Cersei and she was, she was like, I invited them here, whatever. And, uh, you know, what, what is, you know, what does he want? And she was like a queen. And I was like, Oh shit. I was like, Jamie, get out, please get out. Yeah. So let's say if Jamie ends up not, you know, let's say he gets away from Cersei, gets out of there. Where could he go? Like, what does he do? Like a lot of people think, you know, maybe he goes to Brienne, but if he goes to Winterfell, is he dead? Like what? See, I... could he? What join, if he takes the? He, what if could... he? What if he takes the Lannister army to? Because John knows how bad they need. Let's they say he, need... he goes to the Westerlands to take Casterly Rock, or he. I don't know. Like I feel like Tyrion. I, I don't. Would Daenerys let him in? I don't know. The only thing. Jamie, Jamie could very easily survive this. Cersei, I don't think. If because, Jamie sticks with Cersei, they're both dead. Because both Jamie dead. could go there. I, I believe Tyrion will let him in after what he did. I just feel like I don't think he'll forgive Tyrion for what he did to Tywin. But I, yeah, in I theory, he could so, go there and and bend his knee to Daenerys and give her Casterly Rock. The only thing is, Jamie killed her father. Yeah, but her father was so, also an asshole, and Barristan kind of gave her that. I don't know if that was in the book or the show, but Barristan was like, you know, yeah. your father was crazy, and he deserved that. Like, that wasn't... But then, yeah, and then Varys, Varys surely would, you know, I guess see the wisdom in this. Varys and Tyrion both. I don't think Tyrion was stand for having Jamie just executed by her, but does he go there? Could he go to Rob? I don't think he would go to Rob. At but... the end of the day, I think she would let Jamie bend the knee to him because... It gives her casterly rock. Like that's one less enemy that you have to worry. I think about. also timing is uh, Danny and Ro- or is Danny and John already kind of allied at this point? Because if so, that I think there's just that no way they don't easily. Ally. There's no way that well, they don't. Ally. Well, I mean, let's say they are allied at this point. That means Danny already knows the real threat, and that's not that. That's what's coming from the north, right? So at this point, they know they need like as many people as possible, and then the Lannister army—that's not no like small little stronghold. You know, that's 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 pretty huge. So I think timing also. If this is if this happens, Jamie might not leave, and he he dies with Cersei, but he could easily. Yeah, he. I think he could easily survive this. I think the only good way, the only good ending for Jamie for me is him dying a noble death. A lot more people can respect him. 
Because he's not gonna he's not gonna make it. I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see I think, any I think he's gonna be a Queenslayer. That would be awesome. If he did that, he could that. Yeah, if he did that, I think. I mean, he or he does that seriously. and let's say, okay, well you know, okay. What we know from what we know, just like omnipotent like view, I respect him for what he done. He saved so many people, you know, but everybody you know, Kingslayer, whatever, you know, he has no respect. No, you know, whatever. If he killed Cersei, it would be it would, so be, if, it would it would be the same reason, I think. And so, Ken which is even worse. Yeah, which is worse. So, still, like to us, he's like this. He he's on a pedestal, I think. And for the things that he's done, I mean, he's done some shit. Obviously, we hate, but I mean, he has to hate Cersei. Like he killed yeah. he killed his king that he swore an oath to, to protect King's Landing from getting blown to shit, and then. You know, twenty years later, Cersei does it. Like, he ruined his yeah. fucking reputation, and then Cersei, yeah. like, for no reason. Like, in the end, it didn't. He tried so hard and got so far, but in the end, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Brand pushes him out of a window. <laughs> Brand wards him and jumps out the window. <laughs> what do we? What do we got next? The Hound and the Brotherhood. I liked Hound it. And the Brotherhood. I liked it. Yes, love this one a lot. Um, I was wondering pre-show why they showed. Obviously, I knew they were going to go back there, but I didn't know like why. I, I knew somebody would end up there. You know, when it showed him and Arya staying with the, the guy and his daughter, and I was like, why are they showing this? And then yeah. it, they started coming upon the house, and I was like, oh, this. I was like, damn, this is sad. I was like, I know what he's about to find inside, but they go in. And I think this the thing, just everything he's seen. I feel like we we went to a panel also, and they were talking about him becoming kind of the leader of the the uh, Brotherhood Without Banners, you know. But uh, because book wise, you know, you have Lady Stoneheart and Beric, but they've kind of like lost their way. Uh, what what is the, I can't remember the panel we went to for this. But um, they're, they they kind of went from helping you know every yeah, everyday people to to just killing Freys and killing Boltons. Yeah, they, they've turned this is show this is book where the yeah, hounds yeah. turned into a good person. And then yeah, yeah, going the opposite like, direction. So the brother, yeah, the brotherhood was kind of going on the downward slope, and the hound is like finding his way. So is he going to bring them back? And then in the in the show, do you think he might step up to a b- bigger role here? I think I think maybe. I like it. He could, but ultimately the Brotherhood without Bane. You know, there's they're this small time group, so you know, they may have, you know, a power red priest with them. They you know, Barrick, they may have like they're all the hound. They're going but at the end of the day, who is the larger group that they're gonna pair with? Because a group of good, you know, high estimate sixty people, right? Low side they've got maybe fifteen, twenty. So what is ultimately at the end of the day, what is this group going to do? Because on their own, what are they going to take out the Night King? I don't think so. No. What are they going to do as a splinter group? Fight, you know, okay, if they have 60 guys, they're going to kill maybe, you know, 200, 200 whites at best, you know, because they're just going to get overrun. So I, I think the big picture for them is who are they going to? I think the Knots watch. I think they're going to East Watch by the sea from what I, from what I got off of that. Yeah. Um, 
also then they have i think that's what i think i don't know if john know, knows or you know ned's like you know he commanded barrack to go and you know take the mountain uh after the mountain had committed you know his you know burn, burn oh, i'm all over i'm all over clegane ball that's hell yeah yeah so <laughs> get hype um i don't know it's, oh, i would love that i'm just i'm just kind of i'm kind of ready to see all this so yeah Barrack passes his life force over to the hound and he kills the mountain about okay so he, he has his vision in the fire do y'all get anything from that i think that was just to prove the point to the hound like I, I don't i don't think it's foretelling anything like the hound has any sort of special powers i think that's just like letting the hound hey this shit's real we gotta we gotta do something well we know the uh we know the Red Priest. I don't know if he is. I don't think he's from Ashai, is he? Like, he's not like an actual priest like Melisandre is. I don't think so, from what I've. No, he. What was he before? He was, he was a priest before, and then he became, you know, an alcoholic. Uh, that's a good free status for his own personal benefit and then he eventually saw the way right i, I believe that's how it went yeah. in the books yeah um but i don't we, think he was from Chicago. we know that the Red and then no, no, the first the first time he brought barrack back I, he didn't believe it you know he was just yeah. kind of saying it yeah I, I think what was i can't remember his book or show that I, that I saw that like he gave him the last yeah. kiss and then or the kiss of life whatever it's called um Yes, it, it was book because whenever uh, they meet, whenever Brienne meets Lady Stoneheart at that point, uh, he's not with them anymore because he gave his life for Brienne. So it, it, I believe it was book. Yeah. All right. Uh, was that the scene before Danny? No, there's one more. Um, and I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree with Jordan. I think it was just we know the Red Priest use chemistry to for illusions. I think that was just all it was. It was just tricking the hound and probably slipped something into his wand and he saw the wall. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. He but saw was, a lot of was, things, though, was that we've Jorah. seen. It was uh, Sam reading the book and finding the, the Dragonstone map and Jorah was the next yeah. one. Yeah. So him finding this, that just, I think, also, you know, there's no way John and Danny don't ally, like you said, and I think this just furthers that because John's going to have this information very quickly. Uh, obviously, a raven is already on its way. Um, and then he gets this information, Danny, as we know it, at the end of this episode, is in Dragonstone. How is that conference, like, how does that meeting go, though? Because she, she, she doesn't care who's king of the north or the south or the west. She, don't, she does not care. How does this meeting take place? How does it get arranged? Um, I don't know. There's so many situations. Is is does she find out about the Watt Walkers and just fucking gets on Drogon and says, "Let's go fuck him up"? Or I don't know. I think something's got to happen to make her take her eye off the Iron Throne and gun for the Wall. I don't know. Obviously, John's key concern right now, yeah. as he said, was training everybody. What was you know age? What was it like? Ten and up. Man, yeah. okay. 
every you know training those obviously besides that his his one other command was finding dragon glass and making weapons out of dragon glass so uh obviously he's 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 gonna be in dragonstone shortly uh i think is this something that he uh, undergoes he's gonna have to undergo it himself i guess because danny's there but uh you know with the winter is here does that trip happen now like immediately i don't know if you look at if you look at the length of the episodes i rushed fashion yeah i think we see john denarius together by episode three so so i, know I think we see like, a battle by episode three i think we're like shit's gonna be happening quick who do you well you've seen but see we've seen fighting with like lannister man in the trailers and shit i don't know like there's got to be more than one battle. Do and the question is, do we see the battle of against the Long Night this season, or do we see it next season? I don't know. I, I think next season. I think I think next season because uh, th- that's got to be close. You know, that's got to be an ending point. I think for the for the show. I don't. I don't see how we see that this season. That or the battle against entire... Cersei's the ending point. And like restoring the realm is at the end. I don't know. I don't know because I guess that would throw everybody for a loop, and that's what a world of ice and fire is. But yeah, um, the the Watts have been the greater evil since like day one, but nobody's known about them. And Cersei's at her last. She's at the edge here. She's she's close to being done for. Do you yes. think so unless down in the show? In the show, no, I, I don't think, know about in the show. I think Bran's the key, and he just walks through. Yeah, I don't know if it comes down in the show. So, um, they no. were talking about taking. Well, they were talking about taking Eastwatch. That would be the first one taken by the sea. That's where the army is headed. You know, even the Hound saw this in his vision, and but that's what John also was saying, and sent Tormund and the Free Folk to man the, the castle, and that's one of the main ones. Yep, Tormund. And Tormund yeah, and he said he's going straight there, and then we we know that's the closest to Hardhome, and that's where the Night King is headed. So, you know, if the wall comes down, there's no need to. Are they just going to take this castle? You know, does the whole wall collapse? Is a part of the wall collapse? If the whole wall collapses, there's no need. They just walk go in between strongholds. They, they don't have to take a castle. I mean, especially with it being manned so poorly as it is. Yeah, I don't know. For show's sake, I don't know that it comes down. Although I would, I would almost like to see it. But yeah, I do too. But what about Jorah? Then we go back. We'll go <laughs> back to something really fun. Where Jordan is, uh, Brand goes time travel and becomes Brand the Builder. I was about to say that. I was going to say that. No, yeah. Brand is literally Brand Brand <laughs> the Builder. Like he, he becomes Brand the the second Brand the Builder. Like, he's the first and second brand the builder. He built the wall initially, yeah. and he rebuilds it again. Because <laughs> you know, we know that the wall is not just like physical architecture; it's it's magical too. Yeah, it's magical. He is the three-eyed raven. Um, I don't know. That'd be a cool thing, you know, play a part in. You know, here's Brand. You know, all his hopes and dreams are dashed, and then all of a sudden he's the three-eyed raven, and he becomes Brand the builder, the second. <laughs> so that would be cool. Yeah, Jorah. Just, I mean, Jorah's dead, right? I knew, like I said before this show started, I said somebody's gonna die. 
which a lot of people died, but nobody ever really cared about. And that was it. Well, a lot I of said, people died, yeah. Well, yeah. I was like, this is it. This is the death that I thought would happen. Like, he's not dead, but he, he's dead. Especially for I mean, the show's sake. Like, what else lo- can he do in the next 12 episodes? You know, He's locked away left. into confinement, okay? Uh, he's not out searching for a cure right now. I was hoping he was in the Shadowlands somewhere, but no. Now, think of this, and this just came to mind for me. So, Jorah is aware of the configuration of Danny's party, Tyrion, the Unsullied, the Varys, all those different people. Uh, and Sam is at the Citadel, and he's aware of John's situation. You know, because I'm sure they're having correspondence, things like that. Uh, I think it... I think one that scene wanted to introduce where Jorah is and the progression of his grayscale, but I think it might have also opened up the dialogue, the possible dialogue between Sam and Jorah, yeah. which could open the the gate for John and Danny to then communicate because they yeah. are now aware of like intentions, it. stuff like that. And so again, that's just a little thought. It was cool, but. Uh, Sam didn't think back. He just, you know, was asking, "Is the Dragon Queen here?" Well, you know, kind of like, not hysterical, but kind of like, uh, he's out of it a little, you know. Which he's locked in confinement. I guess I would be going crazy yeah. too. He's dying of grayscale, but or, you know, he's going mad. Um, but Sam didn't really think back on it. So, does something happen? Yeah. I, is there another encounter there? Does Sam stay there now that he kind of knows where the dragon glass is? What, uh, I mean, he's becoming a maester. Is he? What's he doing? Because that's a big process that he's not going to get back to John for, yeah. or the wall. The problem with Sam's situation is his his story to be so rushed because it's such a low that yeah. we aren't going to get to see a lot of stuff fleshed out. So it's hard to predict where he's going to be. It's going to be very streamlined. Very strange. Just like this. Oh, he found a book. It just so happened to have the location of all this dragon glass. It's very very easy. And it's what the show needs. Yeah. Not what we want, but it's what the show needs. Logistically, that's about the only way to do it. Thousands of books and scrolls and He happened to find just the one. He happened to find just the one and and just happened to yeah. Yeah, he grabbed three books and, yep, that's it. So, I don't know. But, yeah, I agree. But then also, as you're on, if you're on, ends up going to Old Town, Sam, I don't know. Mike, I have a question for Sam. Why did he steal his father's sword? Boom. Why? Why did he do it? There was no need. What are you going to do with that, Maester Sam? I mean, yeah, it'll, it'll, does he kill another fucking White Walker? Does I, Sam kill the Night King? Let's <laughs> <laughs> just stop. What's, what's, <laughs> Next scene. <laughs> yeah, the hell. All right. <laughs> so Danny's Sam rolling in on her ships. <laughs> we need, we need to edit that out. That's, no, that's going to be the title. Sam kills yeah. the Night King. <laughs> I like just, it. Just like, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to take, I'm going to take a clip of that and just post it everywhere. 
right, so next one was Danny. Danny, right? She's trolling in. Yeah, so she's coming. There's not much to this one. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. a dragonstone. I mean, the only note that I have so about it is is that throne room she walked into? The throne room from her vision in the House of the Undying in season two. I did a little research, um, went back and watched a clip of it. No, it is not. So oh, the okay. the throne room that's in the House of the Undying uh, uh, visions, uh, the throne, it looks very similar because the pillars have very similar, they're built yeah. very similarly. Uh, but the actual throne itself has what looks like a seven-pointed star uh, in the back of it. like So yeah. the throne is kind of... Um, has a lot of crenellations that are spiked up and then has what looks like a seven-pointed star. And then the roof is myth- missing, which is why all the snow is coming in, yeah. which is the foreshadowing, you know, on snow and that stuff. But, no, from what I saw, it does not appear to be dragons. Okay. All right. Oh. Then, uh, she gets there and gets immediately to business. Let's begin. Yeah, we'll get to see the table uh, again. The table's awesome. What is her first move? Let's <clears throat> begin, she says. Before we, before we jump into this, I just want to say I'm upset because you've been on a boat for a while with your commanders, and then your question is, shall we begin? Like, you didn't think of yeah, stuff yeah. before you got there? You didn't already have, like, a little bit of a plan? What are yeah, you going to do? that was just a catchy one-timer to get us fucking... Because yeah. if you see the next Screaming time on Game knees. of Thrones, they're discussing, like, what they're going to do. Oh, like, no. that yard is, like, you know, saying, oh, we should attack, but it's like... You shouldn't be. You should talk about it on the boat, on the way over. You yeah. got a long time. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll agree with that. That's that's. She just sat on the the front of the boat watching the dragons the whole time. Yeah, yeah. With the with the camera yeah, firing and the music playing, staring, staring with longing at her birthplace, toward toward in the direction of. <laughs> yeah. So, saw so, oh, all in all, I lo- I liked the episode. It was a lot more chill yeah. than I thought. I got two I, questions I, for each person. Go ahead. Go ahead. You finish up. Sorry. No, that was it. I, that's pretty much it. Like I, I was pleased with it, but it, I, I'm kind of wor- not worried about the season. I'm worried about how bad shit's about to hit the fan because I know a lot's got to happen in seven episodes, but there didn't. There wasn't a lot of like intense. They were setting up a lot of stuff, so I, I'm. It's probably about to go crazy. Yeah, as much as a stickler I am about the book, and I want to. You know, we get pissy like they left the horn of Jorman out and all the, you know, all the stuff they've done. It's so different now. Yes. The show's yeah. still great, and it's, it's gonna be good. And th- I don't know. I think this episode was good. Uh, out of five, what do you rate the show? And we'll go around to each person. Out of five, what do you rate the show? And who's your most worrisome person you think is gonna die next? Who are you worried about dying next? Uh, so out of out of five, I would say. I would say it's a four. I thought it was a pretty good opening. Um, yeah. You know, I, I kind of foresaw it as a soft open way, you know, the end of season six. Because you can't, you can't just keep that level of intensity from season six and season seven. Um, so I thought the soft opening, you know, it was it was pretty expected. Uh, I thought there was a lot of fan service-y kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but like, like Zach said... Um, you know, the differences between the book and the show. We know it. If you've read both, we know there's different. But just looking objectively as, as the show, I think it's done well. Um, I think this episode is continuing that trend. 
uh, it's setting up everything very nicely uh, for the rest of the crew to keep going on the show. Uh, and as far as who I'm worried about die next, I don't know. Toughie. I didn't really think about the death counter. So just go ahead. You, you want me to go on and I'll we'll do the ratings okay. first. And then we'll do the, uh, we'll I'll, do the I'll come back. Character. Uh, yeah, we'll do mine and I'll come, come back to you. Um, ratings, I'm going to have to give it at least a four. I'd say probably like 4.2 out of five. Yeah. Four out of five is like 80. I have to give it a little bit better than that. Um, we can go out I, I did like it. Yeah, I'll say four, like 4.2 <laughs> out of five. It's. Uh, it was solid. I liked it. It set up a lot of stuff that's about to go, you know, pop off. So, yeah. And you summed it up really well. So I'll just leave it at that. Um, who I'm worried about dying. Not sure it's going to happen. And I just thought about this just now. Um, maybe not soon, though. I'm worried about, I'm kind of worried about Aria. Um, she's headed to King's Landing. I was hoping she was heading home. Just risky. Um, but she's heading to King's Landing, we know. Kill Cersei. You know, like I said earlier, I think she could accomplish this easier than we would think she could, you know, with her new abilities. But once she does it, um, how does she, you know, would she just swap faces and get out of there? Like, just like that? I mean, she kills the queen. You think she um, might be on, like, a comic type thing? Well, yeah, I, I'm not sure. Um, yeah. Does she? How much does she know of like what family she still has left? Does she think? I mean, nobody even knows Bran as a lot. You know, does she think her whole family besides? You know, has she heard like about John? What happened to John? What like has she heard from Sansa? You know, what what does she think she has left to live for, other than vengeance? And, you know, she has her list. Maybe she'll live for that to mark off everybody on her list, but. Um, how does she get out of that? Also, if Euron is there, you know, the Iron Fleet is there, uh, she's kind of walking to a trap. Or what if Danny decides to go, you know, march on King's Landing and take care of Cersei before uh, before going north? I, you know, anything can happen. When I just think it would be really easy for her to get caught up in the middle of all of this because she's heading to the worst place in the Seven Kingdoms other than north other than straight past the wall. It's crazy. I never thought about Arya being able to take anyone's face, which is nuts. Like, she can literally... Like, fucking Walter Frey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, who do you think is going to be that, Zach? Uh, I don't... Arya's a good one. Tormund? Going to East Watch. See, he's really Tormund's be... front line. He like is Tormund that important to the storyline? He doesn't have plot armor. Like besides the fucking, it'll be sad. Maybe Bran will fucking lose the yeah. only person she ever loved. That's see, Arya was like the biggest character that I was afraid of dying. Tormund was the one that I was afraid of dying the soonest. I'm worried about him. I'll agree with that. That's for the episode. I'll give it like a four point. Three, four point four. Well, it was good. Like for an opening episode, it was awesome. The only ep- the only two things I really didn't like a lot were the ones the one with Euron, Cersei, Jamie, and the one with Littlefinger and Sansa. They were those only two I just didn't love. The other ones I thought they were good. 
I didn't have a problem with the rest of it. Okay, so I've given a little bit of thought in this one. This one's a little a little off. But I think Yara slash Asher might die. Because if yeah. if Euron realistically if you look at Euron's podcast, you know, with, with my theory about him wanting to take Tyrion, um and with, you know, the likelihood that he wants to attack uh Danny's fleet, because I mean, what is his greatest asset? His ships. What can you fight with ships? Other ships, right? So, uh, with the likelihood of him and with the set of main characters you have there, Danny's not going to die. Tyrion's not going to die like that. Uh, I've also thought about Grey Worm, possibly, because is as nice as Grey Worm and Masanda, yeah. Yeah, as nice as their romance is, he's he's a soldier. He's gonna be in the shit. Yeah. Uh, so possibly for him, but I don't think so yet. I think he may be later on. Uh, Masande, no. And then you look at Yara, Theon, Varus. How bad would that, it be that, if if he captured Theon and tortured him again? Like, how oh my bad God. would that be? I don't know if I can handle that again. I don't know if I can handle <laughs> Theon getting any more. Just completely screwed over. What does he have left? Like if he if he goes there, captures Tyrion and Theon and kills Yara, like that's Jesus. And as, the, as far as what Euron doing, is there anywhere else he could go besides their old town that you can think of? I don't think there's anything else unless he goes, unless he takes fucking Casterly Rock. <laughs> okay, what? I don't know. Well, I mean, why would he? Take why would he do that? Yeah. Uh... Which I guess I mean, Cashley's not even really on the coast. Is Cashley on the coast? I don't know where Lannisport is. We were Cashley's talking the about as well. these uh, questionable items of magical abilities that Euron I don't think may or may not possess. Well, he's so different. He doesn't have his Valerian steel armor. He doesn't drink the shade of the evening. He's, yeah. But... He's just a thug. He's just a thug. He is. Does he... I mean, this is something that, if in Cersei's hands, would be uh, unimaginable. Um, and that's something that Game of Thrones does to us, the unimaginable, and tears our hearts out and feeds them to us. Right. I think Book Your so, marries Cersei on the spot there if he goes there. Yeah. He shows up with all his shit. Like, I don't know. Book Your Art also has many, many prizes and gifts to give Cersei. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Book Your Art is great. This Your Art is trash. But, again, take it, taking the two apart. Yeah. Taking them a grain of salt. Yeah, we can, yeah, we can pick at that all day. Yeah. <laughs> strong, strong so, Belois, rip. Yeah. Uh, good episode, though, guys. It was a good episode. All in all, the, all in all, yeah. Yeah. Solid episode. I like this. We're going to be doing this, like, week by week. As soon as the uh, um, first or like the episode airs, we're gonna jump on here, record a. Uh, hopefully, like you know, we went we went longer than I expected tonight, but uh, an hour, yeah. Do something, yeah, something similar to this, about an hour, um, and we'll be doing this along with. We're gonna be starting back doing the books, um, <laughs> and we're gonna be we're gonna be consistent. Yeah, we're gonna be consistent now. So we'll we'll have a new thread or not new thread, but a new. Uh, new little project going with this. And this is just, um, you know, 
show for show reader or show watchers, but also I guess the book readers. We're gonna tie in some stuff, kind of like we did today. Um, so yeah, something for everybody, I guess. Yeah, I don't want to really uh, spoil anything for the from the books, like if somebody wants to, but I think we can keep it. Like, I mean, we didn't really. We don't. I don't think we spoiled anything today. Like, we're not gonna really talk about anything too crazy. Yeah, nothing too bad. Yeah. So, yeah. See you guys. Catch you guys next week. Yeah. Um, RadioDragonsPodcast.com. <laughs> check us out on Twitter, and everything's going to be in the description below. Yep. It was a, it was a fun one. Nice to see you guys. See you guys. See you guys.